Good morning. I'm hoping you hear us. We're, uh, whoops, sorry about that. What is that? This is my uh, whipper because it's like I, I'm trying to make my coffee, but I mix some stuff in uh, it. Just to clarify, that's a food whipper. This is a, oh, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> my uh, aerator. This is how I make my yeah. coffee in the morning I'll where I'm adding my, my shake. So make nice. Sure that we're, uh, this is like yummy, 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 yummy. So I just needed to like get some of the particles all. Uh, well, it looks like somebody might be watching you spin that. Alrighty, this is what it is. I gotta shut it off. Uh, okay, I did it. Did you share us yet? I'm no? gonna share us. Okay. I first was making my coffee. Give me your second. I don't see like a thing coming up saying that we're that live. We're live? Uh, now I see it. Okay, okay so yeah. now we're here. All right. There's one person watching in the We don't know who you are. We don't. <laughs> reveal yourself and tell us if you hear us. Um, yeah, seriously. Please you tell can us if you, you hear us. We've been trying. We've been having technical difficulties for the last couple of weeks for last, now. For the last seven months. Really frustrating. I don't know what's going on. You didn't have any technical difficulties yesterday, did you, when you went into the city? No. No. What did you? What was the point of your uh, visit into Manhattan yesterday? That you were uh, spent the entire day. Okay. Why don't you tell them about your visit? Everybody, because it's something that they may wanna do. Beth uh, went into Manhattan yesterday, and um, she had a lot of angst. I did. You did. She was all worked up about going, about going in and stuff. That's what the point. That's what we've been driven to. And whoever we had was one person who was watching. Is gone. gone now. Okay. Um, but Beth went into the city yesterday, so why don't you talk a little bit about how that went. What is the city looking like these days? You know, I was down in the village, and it was looking good. Um, you know, we have a lot of this, uh, this fear of um, what the city is looking like. I mean, it was very desolate, except by the urgent care, where there seemed to be a lot of people, a lot of people online, on the line. Online. Yeah, it was kind of concerning. Um, but yeah, so I, I so I was um, participating in a marvelous Mrs. Maisel VIP tour in a Studebaker, and it's this company called On Location Tours. Show that you love, by the way. Maisel's one of my favorite favorite shows, and and so what they are doing, they have done last year. They launched their marvelous Mrs. Maisel tours in a bus, and then they take you to all the places, like uh, less like about twenty places. Um, all over the city that have been featured on the show and they do some really fun things like they'll, you'll go into like a cafe that's been featured, you'll get a coffee, you'll go into a bar, have a drink. So it was like, you know, that was what it was pre-COVID. Um, but this particular tour is, um, it's, a, uh, you can, it's a minimum of two passengers, a maximum of three, and you, you're riding in a 1957 Baker that was actually featured on the show. Wow. And it comes with a driver and then a nasal tour guide. And it comes with a driver. It comes with a driver because <laughs> it's not like a Tesla. It's not driving itself. And a tour guide um, who is dressed like nasal and gives you all the history and, and you know, backstory about a lot of these places. And you get to see some really cool, iconic places that have not only been featured on the show, but have been like in all kinds of other really great movies and things. So it's been... Um, so there was this one place that I definitely want to take Dylan to. That Not me. You just want to take Dylan. No, because it's like it's a it's a place called the Music Inn, and it's where like really famous people have recorded, and it's this old-fashioned record store that's like right in the village. Very very cool. Good. So. Um, so was it a successful day overall? Yesterday? 
Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, like a lot of people that were supposed to go on this tour, because they were doing it individually, we were setting up time slots for people, and some people um, couldn't make it at the last minute, so we just did it via Zoom. Which you, was, you didn't have to be out in the cold for long, did you? I was cold a little bit. You were I was a cold, cold a little bit. I was a little chilly. Yesterday was a chilly day. It was cold. Yeah, yeah. I had to uh, do some stuff outdoors to get some outdoor programs over at City Park in Northern Chile yesterday from 4 to 6, and it was cold out. It was like.
15 minutes or so, but it's just still trying I'll to definitely have it again. I'll definitely have it again. I'm done with the chi- with the, the chicken margarita. Oh, yeah, that, that, you're done with I'm, my chicken crusted I'm margarita I'm pizza? I'm out, I'm out, like I said. But I will have this again. But uh, let's talk about how much weight you have I lost. I, because very, of I, these meals. I'm very proud of myself. You're I like, really myself out of that. you were like showing me I, your my pants. My pants are really loose on me. I mean, I have to go to the store if you're even allowed to do that anymore. I've worn pants. To get some new jeans. Yeah, my pants. And that's are really just having healthy meals from Sunday to so, Thursday, right. right? And this is, so this is where I'm conflicted because I took some fish it's out of the refrigerator. So I took it out, trout. I took some trout from the Chico's out to defrost it, but I'm really conflicted because I've been really good all week, so I'm questioning whether I'm going to make the fish or if I'm going to order myself some pizza. Well, but fish is low calorie. You can always have pizza and fish. Maybe I'll have a little bit of fish and a lot of pizza. Or I should probably really just have a nice piece of fish and just one slice. That's probably the right thing. Yeah, but I don't that's know. totally up to you. But I have to think about what place I'm going to order these nights. Big decisions. Well, Thursday. when everybody's finally back, um, oh, Lord and Taylor's tremendous sales went over the weekend. It's, but Ooh. is it like a ghost town, though? Is it are you emptied picking, out? Are you, are you picking through stuff? Craig, did you buy any rugs? <laughs> They're selling their rugs. You uh, know that. Hold on. I would totally buy the rugs if we didn't have cats that would destroy the rugs. Mm. That's our problem. We have no rugs in the house because of our cats. Okay, we don't we don't need that. We used to have rugs a long time ago. Now we got Not good for allergies. Exactly. Yeah. Um so if everybody saw the uh news obviously New York City schools are uh temporarily oh yeah, so hopefully shut down, shut down and gone to uh virtual learning only. Uh that is not a very comforting sign for uh, businesses in the city or in New York State for that matter, so on pins and needles about that. It's um, this three percent threshold. Uh, you know, seems rather arbitrary. Um, I guess you do need to set a number at some point, but uh, Cuomo at least seems to be you know more in line of the thinking about testing the schools itself and the positivity rates in the schools as opposed to a three percent city which I think is a more sensible approach, and the fact that the kids are not going to be in school is a It's that there problem. are 60,000 kids that do not have access to internet in New York City schools. So they are just like... It's really it's a problem. It's, it's, yeah, it's, a real, it's a really a problem. So. Um, and, but interestingly enough, I was watching something today. You know that in Iowa, the rates are 46%? When they, someone takes the coronavirus and 46% of those people are testing positive. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. In Iowa, yes, it is. So they probably have herd immunity by now. Possibly. I mean, it's really? like that, South Dakota, like all these places, like where everybody's like, oh, New York is 3%. Everybody's afraid, but it's like it's 40-something percent. So if you're a contrarian, you're going to want to book a trip to Iowa pretty soon. Yeah, right? if you wanna. Yeah, if you're gonna be right. I mean, is that how? Oh, you mean was? like after everybody? Everybody, has it? Ha- right? Iowa's got 46 percent rate. Of, you know, let us uh, settle down and take a little trip to Iowa. I, I don't know, know what for. All but of the Midwest is just uh, it's a disaster. It's, it's raging. Yeah, they it's said their hospitals are full. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not good. It's bad. Um, and we so and you know we're, we're waiting. waiting for, we're waiting for, for our, yeah we're waiting for our son to get uh, results back and also to come home um, a week from. Saturday, if all goes 
according to plan, but nothing ever goes according to no, plan. Exactly. Ever. I, yep. Not in the, 2020. I, in, there's a Yiddish expression that my mom has said that I guess my grandmother used to say, you know, you know man plans. I don't know how you say it in Yiddish. No, God laughs. God laughs and, no, man plans, God laughs. Yeah, we plan, way, God laughs. But yeah. the way you say it in Yiddish is, is great. I just know gay cock and off and Yes, go. I take, <laughs> I go take a blank off the shorts. <laughs> I, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was my father's favorite line. Today is November 19th. You know why November 19th is an important day? Uh, no idea. Okay, I'm going to tell you. It's because it marks the release worldwide of Beaujolais Nouveau. Ah, your wine. For Thanksgiving meal. Um, Beaujolais Nouveau is a traditional Thanksgiving wine, and uh, for anybody who uh, wants to know, Beaujolais is a part of France, and the, the grape that's used is called the Gamay grape. It's a very light wine, a very uh, low tannin wine. Um, I like it a lot. Some people are not too crazy about it. It's the kind of wine you don't age. You drink it when it's really young. So a lot of sophisticated wine people don't particularly care for it. They think it's a, uh, it's a very simple wine. But this is the day that it gets released. It gets released in mass quantities because there are a lot of vineyards out there that were struggling, thinking of ways that they can market this particular grape because there are so many wine shops out there who really don't like the fact that it's not a wine that you age. It's a wine that you pretty much put in a bottle and get it out there and start drinking right away. So today is the day that it's released, so I think we're just trying to pick up a couple of bottles today because I'm not one of the more uh, novish one guys. I just pick up a bottle and I'll drink it. Well, and I, I would say because we're obviously not going to be having Thanksgiving. Like you, I know, you would like Beaujolais. You like Beaujolais. But people are not having Thanksgiving this year, and I'm sure that the Beaujolais Nouveau industry is going to be hurting. So maybe mm. if you get your wine to your Correct. They're actually saying it's gonna be, it is going to be hurting. Send some wine to a friend. You may not be, or a family member. You may not be visiting them, but it's so a good way to say, right. hope you have a good holiday. For sure. Out. And then well, you can even do a virtual Zoom Thanksgiving, and everybody has a toast with their Beaujolais. Everybody at the table will have the, that. How about the, that? The, I love it. The right? Two, the two wines that are traditional Thanksgiving. I mean, you can always speak it up. Wait, Craig said very important. Also, the white fudge covered Oreo is out between November Ooh. and December. <laughs> All right. Not the presses. Not the presses right there. The white fudge covered Oreo. But if you're looking for some wine to get for your turkey this Thanksgiving, get yourself a Beaujolais Nouveau. And one that I like a lot that's also traditional, traditional is a Zinfandel. It also goes really well with turkey. Just, just saying. I better buy the turkey before I, uh, I gotta get a small turkey. Not too small, okay? Right, but I, I gotta, I'd, like, get I'd it rather going. Ha, I'd rather have leftovers. All right, we got, I gotta get it going, though, because a lot of times the biggest problem with turkey is you buy it, and if it's not defrosted yet, you have to have it defrost like two, three days, depending on the size. Since, so you're, you're since, we're, since we're sort of on Thanksgiving and the, the topic of food and turkey, I also want to mention what I saw some nine side dishes that were recommended that are fairly easy to make according to these Michelin star chefs, okay? So these are nine possible side dishes. A couple that I assume we're going to have anyway, but here you go. This one was interesting. Carrot Vichy. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, carrot. Don't make that, don't make that face when I say it, okay? Okay, carrot Vichy. Okay. Fine. Chesapeake oyster stuffing. Okay. All right. Cranberry sauce, but you, not cranberry sauce that you take out of a can and flip it over. Like you got to make a special type of cranberry sauce, okay? 
I don't just do that. Right. I do the crushed one. All right. And then I put it. I do pineapple and a <laughs> little bit of nuts. We are not buying a chicken, Kevin. No. Okay. I know. We have chicken all the time. We haven't had chicken that much though lately. No, we haven't. I haven't made my signature chicken in a long time. Did you notice that? It's true. Right. Wow. It's a chicken in a pot. Haven't done it. Gravy, of course. That's considered a side. I don't know why it's considered a side by them, but whatever. Roasted sweet potatoes. Alright. This one's another one. I don't really... It's not for me, but for people out there. Brussels sprouts with bacon. It's supposedly really good. No, I like there. Brussels sprouts with, like, um, maple syrup. Ooh. That's, that's a good one. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, toasted with maple syrup on it. Cornbread? Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Corn pudding. I think it sounds good. Corn. Has anybody ever had that corn pudding? No. Sounds good. And the last one, which is, uh, they say, a good one to have, but a little bit untraditional. Yeah. Ravioli. Interesting. Well, Ravi I'm going to make, even though you probably won't eat it. Um, it's like chocolate. Um, <laughs> cauliflower mashed potatoes. But this is the, uh, the recipe calls for cream cheese and a little butter. I'm really, I'm intrigued. Hmm. Cauliflower mash with I'm gonna do like a test run on that because that seems really interesting and I totally wanna try that. So that's that's gonna be my experiment. Okay. I'll probably be eating by myself, but at least you know oh, whatever. Oh, you may try. I mean you're kinda yeah. off on just like you were done with the chicken margarita pizza, I think you're done with my cauliflower creation. Mm, I, I'm sort of like weeding them out a little bit, like yeah. in terms of figuring out which ones I'm okay with and which ones I right. like. Cauliflower mac is good if you make it, you know, it's tasty. And the cauliflower risotto that I've done is good. Like, there's certain things that are good. Also, on the food front, um, kind of sad actually, um, Ben Watkins, 14 year old boy oh, yeah. who was a pretty popular um, figure on MasterChef Junior just passed away at the age of 14 from, from cancer. It's a very, a very um, rare form of cancer. Okay. Yeah, um, and what's really sad, talk about a, a tough, difficult life. I mean, I, I, it seems like everybody loved this kid. I don't, I don't really know much about him, but I did read that his parents died three years ago. Both of his parents? Yeah. I oh think I, I my think, god. I think that I think I have that correct. I'm not sure there was an incident, but yes, both of them died three years ago. And he got diagnosed with this uh, disease at the age of thirteen. There's tons of videos, tons, tons of like GoFundMe pages for for him. It's really sad. Okay. I mean, it seemed like it seemed like a, just a great personality. Um, so uh, very sad. So rest in peace. Um and Maybe on a little bit happier front, this nine-year-old boy in Tennessee, this kid named Jordan Gorman, was missing for three days because he ran away from his foster parents. But then they found him in the woods, probably about a mile or two away from home, in a makeshift shelter that he did for himself. This is a smart kid. Smart kid, nine years old. He found a park somewhere in the woods and created a shelter for himself. Three days is a long time. Yeah. Well, I, I actually, a friend of mine on Facebook, he has a home that he that he built upstate, and I guess somewhere in his area, somebody lost their dog, and he posted today that, that like, a whole group came together to find the dog, and they all found it, and it was so nice. He's like, I love living up here, because people are so nice, and ah. they help find a dog, so. Go find a dog. Hey. Um, on the sports front, for us Mets fans, uh, this is kind of a... Um, is a blessing in disguise. Robinson Cano, the second baseman for the Mets, 
uh, has been officially suspended by Major League Baseball for all of 2021 because he tested positive for PEDs. What's a PED? Oh, performance performance enhancement. Oh, oh he'll be steroid. in the, 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 the steroid hall of fame. This is, the, this is the second time he's gotten caught. Oh, geez. Okay, so the Mets don't have to pay him this year, so they're saving about 24 million bucks, which is great. But, guy, what an idiot. This yeah. is the second time you get, you, you've gotten caught. You had a, arguably, a Hall of Fame career prior to this. The guy's a lifetime 300 hitter. I, I forget how many home runs and RBIs, but definitely Hall of Fame numbers, even with the one-year suspension before that was in Seattle. And now you just destroyed your legacy. Destroyed it, right? The second time. You, what an what an ass. But I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy because it just makes room for other players on the on the Mets. Um, opportunity to get. Yeah, maybe you're right, Craig. That's it. Not a bad. I, I like that. All right. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of uh, back and forth between the Mets and the Yankees this year because now both teams got some money to play with. So it'll be really interesting to see the moves between both teams and who's gonna try to steal each other's thunder. For a while, the Mets weren't able to play in that game, but now they finally can because of the opponents. But I am happy that Robinson knows. Goodbye. Um, you know who's going to be having a fight on November 28th? And it's not us. Mike Tyson. Correct. Mike Tyson is going to be fighting uh, in an exhibition match with Roy Jones Jr. Um, and every time you know, every time you think about Mike Tyson, what, what comes to mind when you think of Mike Tyson? He bit off Evander Holyfield here. Yeah. Yeah. And they asked, and they asked him in an interview. Like there was an interview. He was asked, "What were you thinking?" When you bit Holyfield's ear. And Tyson, what was it? And no, Tyson says, I was trying to kill him. Oh, I God. Think, I think I was, in the moment, I was trying to kill him. Uh, the reason why that, you know, supposedly uh, he bit Holyfield is because during the match, several times, Holyfield had bitten him. Oh, okay. So, so he was provoked. So, so he w- yes. He was so like, he, he was a, he was a holy, bear and he was poked. Yes, he poked the bear, poked way, the bear too, way too many times. You get your ear bit off. Your ear bit. <laughs> that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Don't poke the bear. I, I, I'm intrigued by this fight between Tyson and, jo- and Roy Jones Jr. for the 28th to see if it really is going to uh, be a true exhibition match or if it's going to get a little, uh, going to get a little out of control. Get a little scrappy, a little out of control. Well, with, hopefully there's no headbutting and, and his, you know, his ear will be safe. <laughs> yes, we can, only, we can only hope. Right. Um, if you think about taking a cruise... Uh, not at the soon? moment. Yeah. Well, we, we should find out from the hun- more than 100,000 volunteers who are getting a free ride on Royal Caribbean to test out their safety measures. So, oh, about 100,000 wow. people who have volunteered, I don't know if they all going to be taken, but 100,000 people volunteered to ride for free on Royal Caribbean. I have a better idea. What if you give people the vaccine and then you let them ride for free? Get the vaccine. Get the and vaccine it, and then hop on a cruise. And then you go on a cruise. Then mm. you really are truly seeing. Or like, you maybe you give out the vaccines on the cruise. Well, interestingly enough that you said that, Alicia uh, <laughs> here. So this is interesting. I, I read an article yesterday that there was a um, a restaurant in New York City that's doing that's going to be doing rapid COVID tests when you walk in. A restaurant. A restaurant is going. You would have to be tested before you're allowed in the restaurant, and then they'll tell you right away if you have it, and then you'll either get in or get the hell out. 
<laughs> so you show you, you show, show up, up for dinner and they say, I'm sorry, we're not gonna be able to serve you because we just, found out, we just found out we just I got news. Yeah. Okay, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> Jeez. Everybody run! Um, but yeah, so that's what they're going to be Where doing in New York City. I don't know the name of the restaurant, but I saw it yesterday. Wow. Pretty okay. funny. And maybe, maybe they'll be doing that to save off being closed down. Well, somebody was telling me yesterday that there were 29,000 restaurants in New York um, before the um, before the <laughs> pandemic. That's my blister. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There were 29,000 restaurants in New York City before the pandemic in Manhattan. They are now down to 9,000 restaurants. And if, it, if there's another shutdown, it's going to be even worse than that. So they better come up with a package to save these restaurant owners, to save people that are having to pay exorbitant rents that they can't afford anymore. And, yep. you know, it's just not good. No, it is not good. Uh, but I'll mention a couple of other things before I let you get to your trivia. A okay. couple of things that are good, because I need to like this stuff. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is doing a reunion, I guess. I think they kind of did it. Because I thought it was today. Was show. I don't know, but like I'm seeing on Twitter, like there are, like he had a reunion with Anne Viv, the original Anne Viv, and there was like some beef between him and her, and now they, they finally came to terms, and I gotta see what's going on. I don't know what happened, but... Beth was watching something the other day. I got all like, weepy. She did. I'm like, really? You weepy? Getting weepy about Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Really? Well, every time when we go into Philadelphia now, because we drove to West Philadelphia to pick up a U-Haul truck, truck, and I was like, wow, that this is like, it hasn't changed, I guess, since the uh, 80s. No, it's, it's, it stayed the same. And it stayed exactly, it's exactly the same. exactly the same, and it's kind of sad. Um, and you mentioned this to me this morning, uh, speaking of entertainment in Hollywood, that Matthew McConaughey. Yep, all right, all right, all right. Might be making a run at the uh, governor. He would win in a heartbeat. He, he yeah. would win the governor he, race in a heartbeat. He would, he'll be getting some advice from Arnold Schwarzenegger on how he Seriously, I mean, Ronald Reagan, I mean, if you're, he's, he's like one of these beloved people that he picks the right acting projects now, you know, before he did silly stuff, but now he does, you know, stuff that wins him Oscars, he teaches at University of Texas, he's just like, you know, a good guy, dad, he's a good guy. And I'd he, vote for him. Yeah, if I was living in Texas, I'd probably vote for him I would him totally too. vote for him. And in terms of beloved, I, I you know, I don't want to get into politics, but I have to mention this. I think, oh. about, this, I think about this all the time. And I, when I think of beloved figures, I think of going back to uh, New York City in 2001 with 9-11 at home. And who was one of the most beloved figures at that time other than Rudy Giuliani, right? I mean, beloved. I mean, a hero in New York. And when I look, you roll forward, and I, I mean, Rudy Giuliani's legacy would have been cemented for now Ever. and for forever after what happened 9-11 and how he responded to New York City in a, in a crisis. And when I look at where we are today and the fact that Giuliani's face is front and center of this garbage mess with this election, and that's what it is. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't really talk about politics a lot, but come on, dude, let's move on. This, this country is in a crisis right now. We need a change in leadership. Just please remove yourself from this pocket. It is so unsettling to me to think that this man who saved, really was at the yeah, forefront of saving New York City back in 2001, is the poster child for this damn election mess that we are in right now. 
It's a disgrace. Well, it, he was the last man standing because all the other law firms were like resigning from it. So he was it, and he hasn't even been—he wasn't in a—he hasn't been in a courtroom in more than two decades. And the Pennsylvania judge like made him out to be like almost like a laughing stock, like he had lost his touch. So this is not going to be a good look at the end of the day. He's—he's he's going to the end, and you know, running to the mat with this thing. But at this point. It's really sad, and unfortunately, what they just keep talking about is the fact that they're blocking the transition and the, the spread of information to the, the Biden camp. It's really detrimental to the lives of American citizens who are suffering with coronavirus, whose students are suffering, who, you know, it also Terrible. opens yourself up in terms of terrorism again. Um, there's, and it's such, there's so much spite going on right now that it's really upsetting because even in terms of making us more vulnerable to you know foreign countries and what they're doing with that like removal from Afghanistan and stuff going on with Iraq and stuff going on with Iran it's like what the hell like what can we just like finally breathe because yeah. that's you know what and that's the sad part coronavirus is all about losing your breath and I feel like collectively we have all like you know like, I'm losing our breath and it's Every really day. sad. Yeah, Kevin said all the other lawyers didn't want to lose their licenses to file a filing fraudulent. It's, 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 a sh it's, it's a travesty. I mean, really, it's, it's so upsetting. Well, country. but then there was this thing in Michigan, the Wayne County election board certifiers that were GOP officials. They initially tried to block it, and then they got a lot of pressure, and they, they backed down. And now they wanted that, and they signed and said, okay, we're going to certify the votes. And then they decided they wanted to rescind it now. So now they don't want to certify the vote. So they're just like playing games. Okay. <coughs> Before I let you go to trivia, we have to wish somebody a happy birthday. Okay. Jake Colburn. Oh, yes, Jake. Jake. Yeah, you see how Beth I love Jake. Jake. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> wonderful guy. Great so guy. Talented, love Jake. Nicest guy. He worked for me and he worked and for worked Darren. And worked for me. Did work Same for me. Same time. Yeah. No, he did stuff for both of us. Great graphic designer. Like did a lot when we first started at Game Sports. He was my student. I was a graduate, um, I, I was an adjunct professor at Iona College. He was in the graduate program. And I started to offer some internships to some of my students. And, um, and he was the lucky recipient. He was one of them. And I, I had actually, too. listen, so I have to say my track record with my, with my, uh, employees in terms of them moving on to greater positions was pretty damn good. I had another student who is working at a publishing company, um, a major one right now, and, and then Jake is, is doing phenomenally well. You're so talking with employees and husbands. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I, I train people well. <laughs> All right. And Darren, yeah, I, he's yeah, very well trained. Thank you. All right. We're going to be moving on to word of the day and some trivia. Okay. Your uh, word of the day is far due. F O R D O. Fardu. Fardu. I don't have a clue on that one. Um, to do away with, kill, destroy, to ruin, undo. Okay. Trump is in a fardu mood right about yeah. now. <laughs> Wreck everything. You can't come in here. Mm -hmm. All right. Stay out of my room. Stay out of my house. Um, what is Dick Grayson better known as? Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson. Who is he better known as? Dick Tracy. No, that would have been too easy. Batman? No. 
Oh, wait, okay. Hey. All right, um, okay, so we're gonna... Okay. What was the first James Bond... Yes, Robin. What was the first James Bond film? Alright. Oh my gosh. We were, Sorry. Yeah. It was, it was Dylan. You gotta answer the phone whenever it's Dylan. Okay, what was the first James Bond film? Craig got the boy wonder. He was right. Uh... The first James Bond film. Oh. Uh, Dr. No? Yeah. Very good. A.G. Bell opened a school in Boston in 1872 for teachers of what? Communication. No. That's a good guess. I mean, that's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Science? Deaf. School for the deaf. Oh. Broccoli belongs to what family of plants? David Niven, what's that? I don't know what answer that it that one's for. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. Yeah. Cabbage. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. What did mathematician John Napier invent in 1614? Causing many students to fail their classes, their mathematics classes, because they had to learn this. John, John Napier invented this in 1614. Calculus. Well, yeah, but logarithms. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, so technically, I guess maybe. Well, I don't think logarithms. Well, maybe those calculus. But. Well, isn't that isn't that what you do in calculus? I don't know because I didn't do very well in calculus. <laughs> I, I, I'm no uh, Mad Damon in *Goodwill Hunting*. I'm not sure. Okay. Renee Lalique is an Art Nouveau designer who worked with what material? If, if there were some, uh, if there were some ladies on the, uh, actually Alicia may know this, is, uh, if Alicia's still watching. She's not. Come on, Alicia, you should know this. Lalique. Nope. nope. Lalique crystal, glass. Ah, glass. okay. If you suffer from epistaxis, what is wrong? If you suffer from... Epistaxis. Oh, Niven was James Bond, but it was a comedy. Oh, okay. From epistaxis, what is wrong with you? Some of you spit, right? Or no? Um, uh, the epidermis something, no. Beck had a lot of these. No, Nosebleeds. I just like things like TMI on our dollar investment. Okay. Um, who sold Louisiana to the United States in 1803? Who was the person who did it? Been, it was very interesting. Can you imagine? It's Napoleon. If, yeah. Can you imagine if like all of these like states were still owned by other countries? I may have some questions for, uh, I may have. I'm going yeah. back through my set. That site doesn't have any more? The one you're getting the trivia from? It's like 180 pages of questions. Who is the only American president elected unopposed? 
on a hose. Is it Washington? Yes, very good. Nice work. Trump thinks he is, but... Yeah, uh, well... <laughs> I, mean, I, I hear that also, you know, it was interesting. Um, I guess with John Adams and Jefferson, they... Um, John Adams did not go to Jefferson's inauguration as well. He was very, there was like a really? little contention, so it's not the only one. It's not the only it's one. not the only one who was kind of annoyed. So, okay, we're going to do name this song, name this this TV show as soon as it comes up. Here we go. I'm sure this is going to be, uh, it has a commercial for us, sorry. And Kevin at George Washington right too. All right, anybody? What's the series? I know it. I'll give it a chance. Though. Do you remember we met? Very good, Craig. X Files. Files. So I have to tell you my David Duchovny story. This is the best. Dylan was playing baseball. He was on a travel team, I think, and. We were, Darren was coaching, and we were all sitting in the stands, and David Duchovny was there with his son, because his son was on the other team, I think it was like a Manhattan team, Manhattan team, that was playing our, our kids team, and me and the ladies, we'd sit on the bleachers, and we'd be like, oh, let's go for a walk, <laughs> and we like, walk over, and I'm like, coaching third base, like, why do these women keep getting like, up, and walking around, like, like, and, and I see a guy sitting over there, it seemed like a normal guy, I think he was I think he had shades on too. And yeah, we were very like very friendly guy. He was actually talking to me. I had no idea who I was right. talking to. I was actually having a conversation. A conversation with him, talking about the game because he saw I was coaching and stuff. And it turned out it was David the company. I know that was the best. That was yeah. so much fun. We were all like, let's just walk over. Where's your lipstick? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, those were the days. Those were the days yeah. When I used to hang out with David the company. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Anyway. Um, maybe he's watching. Maybe David's watching. Oh, that would be fun. Yes. David, if you're, David if, you're, if you're watching, it's me again. Right. All right, everybody. It's a beautiful day. A little chilly, but still very nice. We will be back again on Saturday. Saturday. So it's, we, we're, we're, we're working on an every other day schedule because Darren goes in earlier certain days, so it's just easier this way. But just so you know, that's how the schedule has been changing that's how up a bit. And that's really it. Okay. You know, a whole lot else to share? Nope. Maybe you guys will start sharing some stuff with us, and then we'll uh, hear from everybody on Saturday. All right, everybody, enjoy the day. Stay safe. Smile, everyone. Smile. Have a great day.